Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. For the past 20 years, Home for Healing has offered Live support to the parents of Meat Market Studios, and families with a loved one in ICU. On Friday, April 28th, they'll be hosting a golf tournament at the Country Club of Arkansas in Marmille. Your Arkansas travelers have a new home here ever. Air that, you know, that uh, they took advantage of and they got a fourth out and you know, they single with two outs to put up five instead of three. And, you know, we were, we were trying to climb out of a hole, but we gave ourselves an opportunity to, to win the game in the eighth and the ninth. And, uh, you know, the eighth was a, was a killer. Just couldn't get the big hit there. Yeah, yeah. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go into shell. We won't go into attack mode. Because that's what's required. On 1037 The Buzz. Welcome in Out of Bounds here on 103.7 The Buzz. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin, broadcasting live from the Hogsmeade Market Studios with you today. And thank you, as always, for making us a part of your afternoon this afternoon. It is a Trigger Tuesday here on Out of Bounds. We're going to talk about things that are bothering us in the world of sports. And, of course, we want to hear from you. And you can let us know what's bothering you, 501 501- 661-1037. Get after us in the Asher Record Live Fan Feedback. After me on Twitter, at Neighbors, And we're going to have a loaded show for you because today, in about 20 minutes or so, Peyton Stovall, Razorback second baseman, he's going to be joining us. Couldn't do it yesterday, but made time for us today. Thanks to A-State Construction, we'll have him on and talk not only about uh, the sweep by Georgia, but also how they can bounce back tonight against Missouri State as they're traveling up the road to Springfield. So we'll get to uh, a little bit with him about everything that's going on. Also, going to talk a little NBA playoffs with our guy Bobby Regan of Barstool Sports. Friend of the show, there's been a lot of entertainment, especially last night with a few games going on there too. Uh, We'll have some ticket giveaways for you so you can be on the lookout for that, which is always a lot of fun. And we're going to try to make our best to try to cover all the bases there too. But uh, I'll tell you, it's kind of fun, Joe, to... Be able to, uh, you know, not only have all the different sports stuff going on, but uh, to be able to uh, talk about last night's game with, like, the Lakers, for instance, and the Grizzlies and uh, the entertainment that uh, was provided from it in the o- overtime. And as much as I don't like the guy, LeBron James going 20-20 and 20 was, uh, I'd say that was a pretty impressive night and a pretty impressive performance by uh, by the king, as they call him. So, uh, yeah, it, it was, like, watching that one, it's just, that's to me is what NBA playoffs is all about. Games like that, games like that where you have great performances by great players, with uh, a lot on the line, and knowing that uh, the Grizz were trying to get back home court advantage, but were unable to do so. Just an overall very entertaining game to the very end, too. LeBron did put the team on his back, but D'Angelo Russell, who fouled out last night, he was the guy that probably saved the game. They were down by seven late, and he hits three threes in a row after both teams had been struggling to hit threes all night. He hits those three threes, and they take the lead, and um, it, it kind of gave them a boost at the time, and they were able to extend the game and get to overtime, and then they took over from there. And they certainly did. In fact, uh, LeBron having that and one against Dylan Brooks, as we know uh, the back-and-forth uh, deal and history that's been going on there. I don't know. I, I know it's probably you know it's still not over, the series is, because still got uh, at least one game left, but... I don't know. He's, I started seeing Dylan Brooks. And I'm like, is he? Where's he going to rank among the all-time uh, people that talked their trash and ended up regretting it in the end? Which I'm not saying he's going to care because I'm. I think that that just comes along with the territory, kind of like what Patrick Beverly does. It's like he's still going to talk. He's going to do what he does. Yeah, no matter what. But when it just comes to like being on the stage and being in that like circumstance and being in that way, 
uh, I just feel like this is going to be one of the uh, the all-timers of talking about, oh, I like to poke the bear. I was like, well, you've been poking the bear, and you've seen the results coming from it. I, I, I feel like him, like, remember when, uh, what was it, Matt Hasselbeck said, we want the ball, we're going to score. Yeah. And, and, you know, what happened there? You know, like, just people like that where it's not to say that, you know, they always, or at least they never backed up any of the uh, trash that they talked, but when it comes to just those moments where they were feeling themselves like, yeah, this is what we're going to do, or this is how we're going to do it, and then it ends up biting you in the end. I feel like Dylan Brooks is definitely going to be one of those that's going to be remembered right it's now. It's just a small sample size of what actually happens, though. Those are the, the ones that we hear about, but there's so much more that happens on the court. That's why, as an NBA fan, if you're able to go to any of these games, especially now playoff time, you hear all kinds of things that happen hmm. on the floor, and you can really hear those conversations going on. Yeah, I mean, so that's, I wish, you know, of course it'll never happen. I don't know, I'll say it'll never happen. There may be something that, uh, with the way television and streaming and all that, maybe you can have a pay for a streaming service to where it's completely and totally unedited, like mic'd up chatter on the NBA. Like, yeah. I mean, they probably won't do it, but no, I'd pay for it. That. I'd pay for it. I'd love to hear what some of the stuff's being said and how it's being said. In fact, you know, of course, the reason they'll never do that is for for many reasons. But I feel like, hey. If you hear some of the stuff that gets said, you probably would uh, change some things about maybe uh, how you, how you view people, and also you don't want if you're the NBA, you don't want to put a negative light on some things being said by players or anything like that. Keep that on the court, and that's what media and press conferences and uh, media availability and all those things are for. Where if players want to go out and talk a little noise, then that's the platform that they need to do it from. That's why you pay good money to go to those games and especially have those courtside seats. NBA set an all-time record through history of best attendance this season. So it's only uh, getting better from a fan standpoint where you get that, that type of access, but you have to be there and you have to be close enough where you can actually hear what's going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, uh, again, I just, the the amount that goes on is, is fascinating to me. And we love maybe with saving until Trash Talk Thursday, but still so, uh, so entertaining. And, uh, you know, we were talking about the people that, uh, you know, maybe talked a little trash but didn't fully back it up. We already had a couple people tweeting at us. Uh, this one comes from Brian. He says, how about LeBron James himself? Not five, not six, not seven. It's like, well, yeah, yeah, you did win, what was it, two? Two championships with the Heat? So yeah. at, least he, at least he got there. But, uh, yeah, I don't know if I would consider that in the same level of uh, what Dylan Brooks has done or Matt Hasselbeck or anybody like that. But, yeah. Well, Tyreek Hill said something similar with the Chiefs that, you know, it was limitless as far as how many championships they could win. And, of course, he moves on from the Chiefs. Oh, that's right. That's right. Well, who was the uh, – But that's just optimism. And oh, that's, yeah, that's You know, that's thinking fine. that you're one of the best in the sport right now and you have a window mm-hmm. and you have several chances throughout that window to compete for championships. Yeah, and this one comes from uh, Austin, actually. Because he kind of is going around the same thing. He says when Vince Young said the Eagles was the dream team. Yeah, uh, yeah, he did say that. I remember that one, too. That I, I, as I, the backup quarterback. Yeah, he says, uh, in fact, uh, I think, what was it? Yeah, because who was the starter? Was it still Mc, or it wasn't McNabb, was it? Or Vic? I can't time? remember if it was uh, McNabb or Vic. I think okay. it was Vic. Okay, yeah, because I remember Vic uh, kind of took over there, too. But, yeah, I do. I, I mean, I forgot about it, but I do remember that now that it was brought up. So, uh, yeah, there, I mean, there's a few of them, and there's been guys that had come at some of the, the greatest. So if you just watch The Last Dance or whatever with Michael Jordan all of them, it's like, you know, he always talking, and I took that personally. Some things, of course, he took personally that is like, okay, I don't know if that was really meant as a shot yeah, to you. He took a lot of things personally. <laughs> His entire life is taking things personally, but it's worked out for him, so whatever it takes to fuel you. But, you know, there's just a, a lot of those guys that would kind of, you know, or at least from the story and from the lore, uh, who, what was it when he decided to come back to the Bulls? After that uh, hiatus, had one of those players on the Chicago Bulls team was like, "Man, why'd you have to retire? Oh, you know, why'd you have to retire? I wanted to beat you. I wanted, to, I wanted to take you down. I wanted to guard you." And then he was like, "That's why I took it personally, and I wanted to come back." I was like, "Well, I'm sure it's a little bit more than just that guy challenging you, <laughs> but still." Uh, but yeah, I'm sure he and then like Kobe Bryant, same, same thing. You know, there's always been guys that kind of tried to take little shots here and there about it, but uh, it's certainly not paying out for Dylan Brooks and the, and the Grizzlies. Because uh, they had, uh, they had what was it, they were up by seven with four minutes to go, something like that, four or five minutes to go in the and game. And that's and when you get the three straight threes from mm-hmm. D'Lo. Yeah. And then he fouls out. He's their best three-point shooter in that moment. He fouls out, so you're thinking, okay, well, it may not look so bright for them because he's off the court, but that's when LeBron takes over. Yeah, and he, he definitely got the job done, too. And also shout-out to, uh, you know, 
uh, not want to say former, but the Arkansan, Austin Reeves, once again, 23 points. Led the team in scoring. How about that? In 42 minutes of gameplay, he goes 7-16 from the field, 2-5 of five from 3, 7-8 of eight from the free throw line, has 4 rebounds, 6 assists, 1 steal, and only three turnovers. So uh, He's a guy that man. is always in the right position and making the right plays, always. And so that's why a lot of players on this team, they, they trust him because they know that he's a guy that will make the right play. I mean, he's, the fact that he's starting for the Lakers and being surrounded by that much stardom, you know, with Anthony Davis and LeBron James, even D'Angelo Russell, and uh, still being a young player, and he's going in there and uh, putting in the minutes and, and getting those opportunities – in the playoffs of all plays, yeah, it shows that uh, it, it's just funny how sometimes it can go where a guy like Austin Reeves, a lot of people may not have known about just years ago, and probably there's maybe some people that's listening right now be like, wait a minute, that guy was from Arkansas? Like, maybe I don't even know he's from Arkansas, but uh, everybody's journey is a little bit different, and the fact that he's gone the way he's gone, and now he's sitting there in L.A. with the Lakers and having uh, being a part of a team and playing a significant role with a team that now has a 3-1 lead over the uh, Memphis Grizzlies in the playoffs. It's just, it's just a really cool thing to see him in that journey and his, him continue to get better because uh, he's still got, a, hopefully, a lot of playing time in front of him in the NBA, too. We got several calls when he was in high school and being recruited by colleges, and it didn't happen for Arkansas at the time. So got several calls at that time. Then even within the last couple of years when he was leaving Oklahoma, there was a thought by many in the listening area that he was going to get in the transfer portal. Arkansas had a second chance at him, and he said, no, I'm not getting in the portal. I'm going into the NBA draft, and that's the direction he went. Now this is where he is. Yeah, because he started his career, was Wichita State, right? He yes. started at Wichita State, then went to Oklahoma, played four years. And so he, uh, he definitely had uh, his opportunities, and he's just made the most of them. Those are the types of stories, uh, regardless of the NBA or NFL or, or whatever, those are the types of stories that are just always so cool and uh, you know something that you root for a guy like that where you know coming out of high school he may not have been you know the number one player a five star McDonald's All American getting all the offers getting all the you know the the NIL money and and everything but he just works really hard works on his craft keeps his head down and keeps grinding and now look at him I mean just uh, just a few years later he's sitting here doing his thing and and he's gonna I'm sure he's gonna get paid. Pretty handsomely. He is. Yeah. So that's just the question nice. of can the Lakers afford to pay him what he's worth now? Mm. And is well, I, I mean, what would I, mean, I guess? I'm not a, like a expert in it, but like, what would he be worth? Like, what kind of money are we talking about? Around here? 15 mil, but it, you know, the Lakers with what they're paying LeBron, what they're paying AD, they're kind of stretched for cash on that roster, and that's why a lot of times you have players they accept less money to go play with LeBron and. That's what they have to do for this team, and they made some trades. D'Angelo Russell has a nice contract also. So, yeah, they're paying out some money between just a few players, and that's why you have a, a lot of other players on these lower money deals. Send them over to OKC. I want OKC just to be the all-Arkansas like Arkansas team. Like, just get everybody from the state of Arkansas that played high school and just have them go over there to Oklahoma City, something like that. I don't know. But, yeah, it's awesome to see him uh, doing the things that he's doing and again, great game last night. and. Can't forget, of course, there was another game last night in the NBA. As uh, I, I won't say it's it's shocking because you know it can be pretty uh, even keel, but the Miami Heat having a three-one series lead over the number one seed Milwaukee Bucks is is pretty impressive, and they won last night, one nineteen to one fourteen. Well, so. here's the thing with the Lakers and the Heat: they both were in the play-in tournament, and no team has advanced past the first round that came from the play-in tournament yet. But you have two teams that are up 3-1 with a chance. Well, there you go. I mean, you could see both of them happening this year. But uh, it's all about playing your best. And they're playing really well right now. But we got a lot more coming up. Like Peyton Stovall, he'll be joining us next year on Out of Bounds. So stay with us. For the past 20 years, Home for Healing has offered support to parents of NICU infants, cancer patients and their caregivers, and families with a loved one in ICU. On Friday, April 28th, they'll be hosting a golf tournament at the Country Club of Arkansas in Maumelle. This year, Chris Johnson will be honored as Volunteer of the Year at the tournament. Go to homeforhealing.org to sign up your team for the Home for Healing Golf Tournament presented by Tito's Handmade Vodka at the Country Club of Arkansas. And tune in to the buzz on the 28th as The Zone will be broadcasting live thanks to Arkansas Urology. Join the guys from Morning Mayhem Friday, broadcasting live from Fletcher, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, and Sherwood on your fun and game station, 1037 The Buzz.
Sports Center. Arkansas softball beat Western Kentucky 7-0 last night. It was Coach Courtney Dival's 300th career win. Next up, they'll host 4th-ranked Tennessee and Fayetteville for a three-game series starting on Saturday and going through Monday. 7th-ranked Arkansas baseball will get back to action tonight as they face Missouri State on the road. It's the second-to-last midweek game. Cody Adcock will take the mound for Arkansas. He's 3-1 with a 5.65 ERA. First pitch is set for 6.30. Coverage can be heard on the buzz starting at 6. And in the NFL, Aaron Rodgers has been traded to the New York Jets along with pick 15 and a fifth round pick for the 13th overall pick, a 2023 second round pick, a sixth round pick, and a conditional 2024 second round pick that will likely become a first. He's going to wear number eight in the Big Apple, the same number he wore in college. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. Honey, what should we do today? Let's climb that Pinnacle Mountain. Sounds great. I believe you turn here on Rodney Parham. Arkansans know that not everything here sounds like it's spelled. For example, great customer service is pronounced Guadney. Buick GMC. And right now is the best time of the year to trade up in North Little Rock. New Sierras at just 0.9%. GMC Terrain at 1.9%. And how about no payments for three months? Plus, those with storm claims in Pulaski, Cross, or Lone Oak Counties may qualify for an extra $1,000 rebate. See dealer for details. Oh, that was fun. Now let's go visit El Dorado. Is that in Saline County? Should I turn here on Cantrell? Never mind. Let's just go visit Guatney Buick GMC. 5700 Landers Road in North Little Rock. Call 501-945-4444. GuatneyBuickGMC.com. GMC. We are professional grade. All offers for the group credit. Join the buzz every Saturday morning at 11 throughout racing season for Oakland Race Day with Justin Acri and director of Oakland Anywhere, David Longinati. Oakland Race Day is your inside track to America's hottest thoroughbred action. It's Central Arkansas' source for racing news and analysis. Oakland Race Day, every Saturday morning at 11, only on 103.7 The Buzz. Are you a fan of Twin Peaks? Sign up for their e-club to stay up to date on all things Twin Peaks and score free stuff. Signing up is easy. Just visit TwinPeaksRestaurant.com slash Peaks-Clubs to get started today. Are you looking for a job where you can have a ton of fun and make great money? Twin Peaks is the team for you. They're looking for Twin Peaks girls, cooks, bussers, barbacks, and more. Text WORK4TP to 85000 to apply. That's WORK, the number 4, TP to 85000 to apply. Look, I get it. We all receive a lot of messages and calls. But when you're driving, they can wait. Slow down, phone down. Work zone crashes have increased by 70% in Arkansas over the last four years. Law enforcement officers are patrolling work zones with zero tolerance for speeding or distracted drivers. When you enter a work zone, remember, slow down, phone down. It's the law. A message from the Arkansas Department of Transportation and the Arkansas Highway Safety Office. Hi, I'm Rick Pennington of Lions Drug. We have great news. Generic Cialis is now available at a huge savings. We have Tadalafil, the FDA-approved generic of Cialis, in a 20-milligram tablet at a savings of up to 80%. We have the 5-milligram daily tablets for less than $3 a pill. Lions Drug continues to be your go-to pharmacy for men's health. What are you waiting for? Call us today at 844-676-2247 or go to our website at lionsdrug.com. At Jones & Son, when you shop for an engaged ring, you get the benefit of shopping with the largest selection of rings in central Arkansas. We also carry the biggest brands in the business and now offer our new Jones & Son collection of branded engagement rings. Our Jones & Son rings are high quality at a really great price. Also, they are fully customizable and we can modify any design to suit your needs. We are a direct diamond importer and import all of our diamonds so we save you money. Hi, I'm Jacob Jones inviting you to shop Jones & Son Diamond and Bridal Fine Jewelry in West Little Rock. It's not just about the size of the meat, it's about where you get it from. So get it from Hogs Meat Market in North Little Rock. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. One more for the Big 12 Player of the Year. He banked it in. He didn't mean to. He banked it in. Arkansas throws it into Kamani. Back to black. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Hogs are going to the Sweet 16. Hogs are going to the Sweet 16. Vegas, baby. The Razorbacks for the third straight year are headed to the Sweet 16. On 103.7 The Buzz. There's a place off Ocean Avenue where I used to 
Fourth down at 25. Razorbacks at the 40 in overtime. Ole Miss going to rush three, drop eight. Allen gets the snap. He's going to fire to the sideline, complete to Henry, but Hunter well shy of the first down. He's going to lateral it back. Ball's on the ground, picked up by Collins. Alex has got Rue at the 30, 25, 20. Collins at the 15, cuts back at the 10. This game's still alive, and the Hogs have a first down. Hunter Henry lateraled it back over his head, Keith, and we're still playing football. Happy 425 today, folks. As you know, make the reference, 4th and 25, Arkansas Ole Miss. All the other shows are celebrating Al Pacino's birthday. We're over here celebrating uh, 425. I love putting that out. I put it on social media. It's almost like it become a residual holiday, and I love to see the Ole Miss fans still get upset to this day about <laughs> it, man. They, it, so it, were they brutal. in the comments again? Oh, already? yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, they were... Uh, you know, just some people were just uh, having some fun with it, being like, oh, you completely, like, you know, ruined my day type of thing. But, uh, you know, most of them are just being like, you know, oh, well, what have you done lately? Ruined. I was like, yeah, well, that's fine. Hey, listen, it's still one of my favorite plays ever, not because, uh, just because of the absurdity that it was, and you'll never see many plays like that ever again. But to this day, Ole Miss has never played in the SEC championship game. <laughs> and because of that play right there, they didn't get to play in the SEC championship that year because that's what kept them out of the SEC West. Just love it. I, I love that fact. But anytime it's April 25th, just gotta gotta put it out there and gotta celebrate it in style. So it's amazing. That's that was. I mean, Joe, we're coming up on that being eight years ago. Eight years ago. Crazy play. I'm it, telling like, you, nobody would have imagined that something like that happens in that moment, and that's why it deserves to be celebrated and looked at talked about for many years because it's one of those plays that is going to be long-standing, long-lasting. Yeah. I mean, if uh, you think about great college football plays, I mean, it's not it's is it going to be remembered like, you know, style uh style, like a Cal Stanford play or uh the Doug Flutie Hail Mary, you know, something like that. Maybe not to that level as far as remembrance, but I still feel like as far as the likelihood of a play like that happening where not only do you have to – it's an overtime, mind you, where they, they don't get the game's over, but you throw it to a guy like Hunter Henry. He's getting tackled, and he's just throwing it behind him, hoping for the best, and it lands perfectly and bounces right up into the hands of not an offensive lineman, no, not Brandon, but your running back, Alan Collins, and he just so happens to have the offensive line still in front of him, and they're like, all right, let's go, let's run, and then – he gets the first down, and on top of that, Alex Collins didn't realize he had the first down, so he kind of tried to lateral it back at the last second. And luckily, Dominic Reed, the wide receiver, was right there when he tried to lateral back, and he fell on the ball, or else they would have maybe called a fumble and given the ball over to Ole Miss. So anyways, just the things that had to go right on that particular play is always just what uh, makes it so incredible to me and uh, how it's just, again, just so funny to think back and look back upon of just the absurd. Because it didn't win the game, but... You still had to make some plays afterwards, but that... Went a long way towards it. Yeah. Fourth and 25. I'll never forget it. Never forget it. So, yeah. Alex Collins playing in the USFL right now, playing for the Memphis Showboat. Oh, is that right? See, I didn't realize that at all. So, is, uh, has he had any, like, stats, any, like, standout plays or anything? I mean, I didn't even know he was still playing football at this point, so... Uh. They played a couple of games so far, but okay. just noticed that, that he is playing. Okay. All right. Is the... With the USFL and the XFL... There's one, there's like pay scale. Is it pretty like equivalent as far as what they pay their players, or is there one that maybe pays out a little bit more? Yeah, they're they're probably you know similar as far as as that. Now they do have some rules differences because like the XFL, you need one foot in bounds on a catch, and it's a catch. Mm-hmm. But USFL is two feet, just like NFL. So there are some slight differences between the two of them. Yeah, I know that when the XFL tried to get going during the uh, pandemic or before the pandemic happened, then the pandemic happened and it kind of closed it down a little bit. I think uh, with The Rock coming in, Dwayne Johnson and uh, really helping out the league and, you know, seeing uh, some, you know, players that people can remember, like an Alex Collins, for instance, in this case in the USFL, but just I feel like that, if you want to continue to grow the sport, you know, make it fun, make it different, but still the same a little bit from, you know, college football, NFL football, but also get recognizable names to people that are like, oh, yeah, that guy, that guy, I remember him. He was really good at that school or. I remember watching him play or whatever it is. Just, I think it has a chance to grow. Will it ever catch NFL and college football? Probably not. But uh, I certainly think that in the particular cities that they're in as well, if you st- keep showing the entertainment value from it all, 
I think it'll. I think it'll continue to stick. You'll never be lacking for football, is the thing about it, because XFL is right after the NFL season, and it takes us till now, and then you got a couple of weeks of crossover between the two. USFL is going to take you through NFL training camp, so it, you're always going to see some football if you're wanting to see some football. Well, I, I know for a fact that nobody, at least you shouldn't, if you're a football fan, you should never be one of those people who's like, you know what, I'm, I just, you know, there's just too much football out there. I, I don't know. I just, I'm just kind of uh, fatigued on football. Like, no one's going to say that. I feel the same way about bowl games. I used to be somebody where I was like, man, there's so many bowl games, and oh, it just doesn't matter, or whatever. But I'm like, am I sitting here complaining about having more football games? More college football games? I shouldn't complain about it. Same thing with the college football playoff when it's expanding. Some of you are like, ah, I don't want it. What's like, you really saying you don't want to have more football games? More college football games against high-quality opponents? Like, who, who, who are you? I, I feel like that's just such a weird thing that you would not want to have. But, listen... I think that I appre- I always appreciate at least the, the different ways that they are going about to try to make it work. I know that uh, there's a lot of, because I'll be honest, I haven't watched XFL. I haven't watched USFL. I haven't really watched much of that at all. But I know people that do. And when I was actually down in Arlington uh, a few weeks ago uh, for actually the uh, college baseball showdown is when uh, the opening season for the XFL happened. And I forgot what the Arlington mascot was. or uh, Renegades. The Renegades, yeah. But they were playing at the same time as uh, the Razorbacks were playing in their baseball game, and they had a pretty good turnout. People in their decked out in their gear and all that. So they're saying it's got potential. I don't know where it's going to go, but it's definitely got potential to become something. But we know with Razorback baseball, speaking of which, Arkansas's got a game tonight against Missouri State actually on the road for a midweek game. So they're going to be traveling, and then after tonight, they're going to be welcoming the Texas A&M Aggies in Baumwalker Stadium on a Thursday series. So... Pretty tight schedule, but luckily, Peyton Stovall, Razorback second baseman, was able to make some time for us, so let's go ahead and welcome him in. Peyton Stovall leads off the fifth inning. Stovall swings and drives the first pitch to deep right center. There it goes. Peyton Stovall out of here. It's to Stovall hammer to deep right field. Stovall's at a two-run homer. Wow. Where did he get all of that? Peyton Stovall on Out of Bounds is presented by A-State Construction in Sheridan. Building new homes in Central Arkansas for the past 18 years. See their new home builds on Facebook at A-State Construction LLC. All right, let's go to the Jones and Sun Diamond and Bridal Fine Jewelry Hotline and welcome in a Razorback second baseman, Peyton Stovall. And Peyton, as always, we appreciate you joining us, man. How are you doing this afternoon? I'm good, guys. How are y'all? Well, we're doing good, man. I know it's uh, been a pretty busy schedule for you, but uh, how's uh, how's Springfield up there getting ready for tonight's game? It's kind of a d- different one where, you know, you're probably used to midweek games being at home, but going on the road a little bit is probably uh, a much different experience for you. Yeah, for sure. Um, we're actually on the bus right now headed there. We left about 45 minutes ago, so, um, you know, we'll get there probably around like 2, 2.30-ish, so... Um, you know, we're looking forward to that. They have a, I think they play at a uh, minor league ballpark, so it's going to be fun. Um, we're looking forward to it, and um, you know, just get back on track. Peyton, what is it uh, you guys know about Missouri State to this point? Um, you know, they were in a regional last year um, at that Oklahoma State regional. They can always hit, um, and then they have some really good pitching as well. So it's going to be tough. Um, but you know, we got to play. We got to play really good baseball. We got to get back to playing our brand of baseball and. Um, you know, if we can do that, then I think we'll have success tonight. Yeah, Peyton, you mentioned uh, get back to playing your baseball. I know it's not a, a pleasant thing to ever talk about losses, but, uh, yeah, that, that was a tough weekend over in Athens and, you know, never want to lose a series, but especially get swept. But uh, just from uh, from your perspective as well as the team, just kind of what was going on, maybe what went wrong, and uh, what are some things that uh, you feel like you can take from that to be able to apply and, and be better as the season goes on? Yeah, I think, um, you know, we didn't play great. You know, just pitching wise and hitting wise, we didn't. We left a lot of guys on base. Um, you know, we 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 struggled at the plate, including myself. Um, and so, you know, we just have to get back on track with that. Uh, just get back to seeing the ball well, and um, you know, doing what we've been doing, getting those timely hits, two out hitting, uh, making pitches when we need to. And um, you know, Georgia's a really good baseball team. Um, anyone anyone in the SEC is uh, really tough to beat on the road. It doesn't matter their record. And they're starting. They're a really good team. They're starting to get hot. Um, you know, they beat us, they beat Kentucky. And so, um, you know, they're, they're like I said, they're a really good baseball team. So, 
uh, you can't take anybody for granted, and you know you got to show up every day and, and play 100. percent So, um, you know, we uh, we're looking to to learn from that, and you know, I think that um, you know it's, it's a learning, and I think it's going to help us in the long run. Take us back to that first game, Peyton, where you guys jump out to an early lead, and then Georgia scores all their runs in back-to-back innings, that third and fourth inning, and uh, then you guys are kind of fighting to try to get back and fall just a little bit short, come up one run short and lose 6-5. Yeah, I mean, uh, we jumped out early. Um, I think Fabian got on base like a walk, and then um, I hit that double, and then Ed has a huge two-out hit uh, to score me, and so we kind of were up early, and um, you know, Hunter didn't have his best stuff, but, you know, he was able to kind of work around it, um, give us, you know, some, some things, uh, from, from him. But, um, you know, like I said, Georgia's a really good team and, and they're, they swing it really well. They have, they had some injuries actually that they didn't even have some of their guys play, but, you know, when they're fully healthy, especially their lineup, they can outplug anybody. And, um, you know, they were credit to them, man. They were seeing the ball well that weekend. They weren't in between. They weren't second guessing themselves. They were, um, you know, all over pitches. And, uh, you know, so in that first game, we tried to come back, and you know, we uh, we put up a little fight, and we weren't able to, um, you know, ultimately come back. But um, but yeah, I mean, that's kind of how that first game went. Speaking with Peyton Stovall, Razorback second baseman here on the Jones and Sun Diamond and Brattle Fine Jewelry Hotline, thanks to A State Construction. Now, Peyton, uh, I know that uh, you know we we've been talking about injuries and stuff, and it's never an excuse. And I know you're not going to use it as an excuse, but. Uh, as far as uh, the situation with Josenberger and also Parker Rowland's been dealing with some injuries, you guys are pretty banged up right now. Uh, do you feel like maybe this, maybe not tonight, but maybe this week, a weekend against Texas A&M, you'll start to see some of those guys maybe coming back and uh, trying to get back into the lineup and then the rotation? Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, Tavian, he's, um, you know, his hamstring, his hamstring uh, obviously was pulled or whatever happened, but, you know, luckily there was no tear or anything, so. Um, hopefully we'll have him back here in the next couple of weeks or so. And, um, you know, Parker's starting to feel a lot better with his back. Um, you know, so I don't really know, you know, timetable and stuff that they return and stuff. But, you know, tonight you're going to see just a bunch of different guys in the lineup, different positions, um, you know, just see what we're working with. And, uh, you know, I think it's going to be good for us because our, our lineup is deep. And so um, being able to, uh, being able to, you know, play other guys, uh, is a really big thing, and you know I think you'll be able to see that tonight. So, um, but you know you can work around that, like you said, no excuses, and you know we just got to keep playing our brand of baseball and getting back to that. Well, speaking of uh, your brand of baseball, Peyton, you guys uh, had a home run streak for a while, and um, but you're you're still hitting the ball well and hitting some, some nice bombs every now and then. Caleb Cali in that last game against Georgia, he hit two home runs, so. It, it puts you guys in a position to win that game, but uh, ultimately came up a little bit short. But just, um, you know, how's the offense? How are you feeling about the offense as a whole? Yeah, I mean, I'm, we're all super happy for uh, Cali. Um, he's a you know great competitor. We knew what he was capable of coming into the season, um, which is the fall and spring that he had. Um, he got off to a rough start. He was, um, you know, he was just trying to do too much. He was just putting too much pressure on himself. And, um, you know, y'all are really starting to see – when he get a roll and it's really dangerous and um, you know so we're all we're I mean I especially myself you know he's worked his butt off and I'm super happy for him and you know he deserves every bit of it but you know was really nice um, get him rolling and um, you know because he he has a potential to you know if, if there's people in our lineup that have an off night he has the potential because he's that good of a hitter to security us to a win uh, pretty much almost like he did in that uh, Saturday game that series finale so. Um, it's good to see that from him, and you know, hopefully, we keep that as a team rolling and, and get to where he is as a team. Yeah, I remember I was talking with you uh, during the football season and everything, and uh, you and some other players were saying uh, Cali is the guy; he, he hits everything. So yeah, it's, it was good to see him finally getting into the groove, and I think that's where the potential is at too. And not only with him at third base, of course, you being at second base, you got Slavens at at first base. But we know with the shortstop situation, uh, we, John Bolton's been there for for a long time, and has been going through it, but it seems like maybe there was some experimenting there with Dave Van Horn and uh, trying to see, th- work through that position. Just uh, how is that going as far as uh, with Bolton as well as uh, Cole and the other guys? And you know, is that something that maybe is difficult for you as a second baseman where you get used to playing with one guy at short and then maybe they move a different guy in there? Is that something that's pretty difficult to adjust to? Uh, I mean, not really. You know, I've kind of 
played with them um, throughout the whole fall and spring both, and, you know, they've been rotating stuff. So um, I've kind of gotten used to both of them. But, you know, they're both two great players, and um, they both bring two different things to our team. And so, um, you know, any 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 night, you know, you could see either of them in the lineup. And so, um, you know, just being able to, to have both those guys um, to bring different skill sets, John more defensively, um, Harold more offensively. And so, um, you know, uh, Coach Van Horn does a, a good job of managing that. Um, you know, we uh, we trust him, and so you know, just seeing both those guys out there, um, whoever's in the lineup, we know that they're going to give them that, that they're going to give us our best shot to win. So um, you know, we just kind of roll with whatever we have, and you know, hopefully we go out there and we can win. You have a quick turnaround between tonight with Missouri State and then A&M starting Thursday. Will you guys travel back tonight, or is that you're you're going to stay the night and travel back tomorrow? Yeah, so we'll we'll travel. We're traveling there right now. We'll get done with the game, shower there, and then we'll come back tonight. It'll probably be a pretty late night. We'll get back late, so um, you know we'll we'll probably have practice a little later tomorrow just to get some more rest. Um, but but yeah, we'll we'll travel back tonight. Now I know it probably wasn't uh, the happiest of moments there too, but I'm just curious, Peyton, because you know Dave Van Horn got ejected in that game against Georgia on Saturday. And he hasn't been ejected since 2017. Don't know what was said, but I'll just say that I agree with what Dave was saying, whatever he was saying. But was that – I feel like as a player, if you haven't seen your coach get ejected before, is it kind of like a weird thing? And also, when he does something like that happen, who kind of steps into that role? Is it just a joint effort by the rest of the coaches? Is it one coach that steps in? Just how does that dynamic work? Yeah, I mean, I definitely think, you know, as a player that gives you even more confidence though, that your head coach is behind you. Um, and he's willing to go up there and – and, um, you know, because we as players really can't say anything. So, um, uh, we, you know, we typically aren't allowed to say anything. But just having him behind our back is, is really nice. Um, but, yeah, it's just kind of a, a controlling effort um, between the coaches, between Coach Hobbs, Coach Thompson. Um, you know, they do a really well, a really good job of managing. And um, and so, you know, being able to have them, you know, they, they know what they're doing. That's always nice, um, you know, in case of an emergency like that happens. But, uh, but I mean, there were some questionable in the strike zone for sure that that last game um you know that that were pretty upsetting for not just coach van horn but a lot of us including you know me and jace and some of the other players so um but you know like i said it, it's nice to, to have that reassurance that our coach is behind us 100 percent. well peyton man we really appreciate you joining us uh, i know it's a, a crazy time for you but uh, we appreciate you at least uh, working into your schedule and have safe travels up there to springfield and Look forward to catching up with you next week, hopefully talking about going four straight wins this week. All right, my man? Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Talk to you all next week. All right, again, appreciate Peyton Stovall, Razorback second baseman, joining us on the Jones and Sun Diamond and Bridal Fine Jewelry Hotline, thanks to A-State Construction. So, uh, But, yeah, that's, that's what I love having about Peyton on is, you know, he, he doesn't usually bounce around questions or, you know, dance around them. And, uh, you know, there's uh, obviously going through and performing that the way that they did against Georgia. There's a lot of players that probably don't want to, talk about it, you know, kind of move on. But, uh, you know, he's like, hey, we, we didn't play well. We've got to bounce back and got to fix some things and work through it. And, you know, no, t- no time to think about it because we got a game tonight on the road in Springfield, too. So. How about that, that they're doing it all in one day? They're traveling to the game, play the game, travel back. And it's probably taking them back to maybe some Little League days or travel ball days where you do things like that. Yeah, yeah, I, I've I just can't imagine uh, what that would be like, too. And then you talk about the quick turnaround. When you get back late tonight, it's like you got about you know 36 hours or so, and then you got you got another game coming up, and it's a big one at home. So, yeah, I can't imagine what that's like. But that's why uh, that's why they do what they do, and that's I'm sure why uh, worked out the schedule wise, where you had a Thursday series that ended early last week, and then a Thursday series here to where uh, you can make something like that possible. Even but. a difference in midweek. On the road, you usually play those midweek games at home. Yeah, and they are actually busing this time, unlike the announcers where they were calling the game in Athens. They're like, "Are oh, they bust here from uh, from Fayetteville?" They're like, dude, there was pictures of them on the airplane when they were doing it. Like, you think they're gonna bus over to Athens, Georgia? Come on now, come on now, you're better than that. But we got a lot more coming up here on Out of Bounds. Like, what's trending in the world of sports on Trigger Tuesday? Stay with us. Your Arkansas Travelers have a new home. Hear every pitch, every crack of the bat on 106.7 Buzz 2. For the full calendar, go to Travs.com. It's the greatest game on dirt, and you can hear it at 106.7 Buzz 2.
The cleanup continues after the recent storms, and Reed's Metals of Benton is here to help with anything you may need. It's Arkansans helping fellow Arkansans. Reed's has everything you may need for an all-new metal building with metal components, roll-up doors, insulation, skylights, purlings, color roofing panels, and more. Reed's Metals building frames are made right here in America, and they have quick delivery times. Order today and pick up today in most cases with Reed's Metals of Benton, who are ready to help after the recent storms. Call 501-77-METAL or online at reedsmetals.com. This is Pat Bradley for Brewskies. If you've got a birthday, anniversary, graduation, or other celebration coming up, you can celebrate your event in style with a private VIP section and bottle service at Brewskies. Each Brewskies VIP section comes with your own server, no line, no wait entry, and a complimentary bottle of champagne to get the party started only at Brewskies. It's Taco Tuesday at Brewskies. $1.50 street tacos, $5 signature 22-ounce margaritas, $3 Jose shots, and trivia at 7 p.m. Taco Tuesday at Brewskies. Hello, folks. It's Frank Fletcher from the Fletcher Dodge Store here in Sherwood. For the past few months, we've been asking you to give us a chance to buy your cars, and the response has been great. We really appreciate all of you who brought your cars in and turned it into cash. We've purchased hundreds of cars from fine people just like you. Folks, we're still buying cars every day. So look around and see what you or your family has in the garage that you want to turn into cash. It's really easy, folks. Just come into Fletcher Dodge and ask for Chris or Andy. We'll buy any vehicle and we'll pay you more than anyone. We can't find enough vehicles at the auto auctions to meet the demand. So we're extending you this offer to the public. We'll pay you more, so don't wait. We've purchased hundreds of cars from fine people just like you. Come see us today for the best cash offer on your car, truck, van, or SUV. Just ask for Chris or Andy. We'll pay you more, so come see us at Fletcher Dodge on Warden Road in Sherwood. Thanks. This is Pat Bradley for River City Flooring, where you can pick your payment. Get 0% interest for 12, 24, or 36 months, and River City Flooring in Maumelle is where you'll save 50% on all in-stock waterproof LVP flooring. And did you know River City Flooring carries cabinets? So stop in and let my friends at River City Flooring help you with your remodel. Kitchen, bath, living, dining, they do it all. Check out River City Flooring in Maumelle at their huge new showroom on Maumelle Boulevard just off 430. Our care is a system of doctors, nurses, counselors, and pharmacists dedicated to bringing you the highest quality of health care. But it's more than that. It's relational. It's human. It's thousands of people over a three-state footprint offering health care to all. From the country club to the homeless shelter, no one is turned away. Our care so you can live your story. RJ Hawk here with Chris Roberts from Southern Bank. And Chris, people are still looking for lending options, and you guys have it. You know, RJ, whether it's a home equity or a mortgage loan or even commercial lending, we're ready to help. And Chris, if you're not in the market for a loan right now, but you just have general banking needs, you guys have that covered as well. We have world-class, respected products and highly competitive rates, all delivered by people that you know on a first-name basis. Experience the Southern Bank difference today by visiting bankwithsouthern.com. Southern Bank, member FDIC, equal house. Under. Many Arkansans are left without a vehicle to trade, which means no sales tax credit to take advantage of. Because of this, Guatney Chevrolet will be paying the sales tax on all vehicles sold this month, whether new or pre-owned. And if you lost your vehicle in Pulaski Cross or Lone Oak County, Guatney will apply an extra $1,000 rebate to your new Chevy. We're here to help. 1301 TP White Drive in Jacksonville. Take the Gregory Street exit. Call 501-982-2102. GuatneyChevrolet.com. Chevrolet. Find new roads. There's only one place to stop for the best in meats in Central Arkansas. It's Hogs Meat Market. Check out their monthly package deals of the best meats online at hogsmeatmarket.com. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. One more for the Big 12 Player of the Year. He banked it in. He didn't mean to. He banked it in. Arkansas throws it into Kamani, back to black. Vegas, baby! Vegas, baby! Hogs are going to the Sweet 16! Hogs are going to the Sweet 16! Vegas, baby! The Razorbacks, for the third straight year, are headed to the Sweet 16! On 103.7 The Buzz. If you're shopping for a vehicle, you want to get to Guadney Chevrolet. Guadney has best deals in the market. Been doing it 60 plus years. Give them a call, 501-982-2102. 
No payments for 90 days at Guadney Chevrolet. Sales tax is paid on all vehicles, so that's new and pre-owned, sold through the month of April. This is the last week in the month of April, taking you into the weekend. So you want to get by and take advantage of this deal at Guadney Chevrolet with sales tax paid on all vehicles. Additional $1,000 rebate on new Chevys to residents of Pulaski Cross and Lono Counties that are dealing with some active storm damage. 0% interest on 22 Silverados. 1.9% on Equinox when financing with GM and a well-qualified buyer. Make the trip to the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. Shop them online, GuadneyChevrolet.com. You can see all the deals, the cash allowances, the rebates, even appraise the vehicles. See just how much it's worth. And they're giving thousands over book value whether you trade that vehicle in or sell it to Guadney Chevrolet. Guadney is always actively buying vehicles, so you're going to get a great deal on that vehicle that you trade in or sell. See the entire inventory of new and pre-owned vehicles on GuadneyChevrolet.com. It's Guadney Chevrolet, Arkansas's number one Chevy dealer, Guadney Chevrolet, GuadneyChevrolet.com. We'll get to what's trending in the world of sports here in just a second, uh, but we're, uh, of course, in the first segment of today's show talking about Dylan Brooks and how he talks some trash and it's not going very well. But uh, Angry Buckeye said Stephen Ames making comments about Tigers driving accuracy and then gets smoke losing, smoked losing 9-8. and eight. Uh, I do remember that as well. Uh, I, it's, the thing is, is like I can get when if you're a big-time or you're, if you're a big-time player and then people are going to take shots at you, you know, it's going to help motivate you. But I'm just, I mean, I don't know. just feel like there's some players to where it never goes well if someone does that. And, like, Tiger's one of those guys. Michael Jordan was one of those guys. I think Kobe was one of those guys. Uh, you know, I just, I was like, I don't understand why you do it if you know it's not, uh, not going to work out for you most cases. But still people are going to continue to do it, that's for sure. People like to bring attention to themselves. That's part of it. But also... If you speak it and you back it up, then everybody's going to be talking about the performance that you had. Yeah, well, I don't know if we're going to be talking about Dylan Brooks's performance, uh, at least uh, in a positive way. Who knows? Maybe he comes out and does something crazy. But uh, what was it Shaq said last night when uh, Dylan Brooks says, I don't respect you until you get 40 on me? And he's like, well, 20 and 20. 20 that, 20, yeah. Uh, I mean, that That's equals 40. It. So he did get 40 on you. Maybe not the way you thought, but definitely got 40 on you. So, All right, let's go ahead and jump into what's trending in the world of sports. What's trending in the world of sports is sponsored by Arkansas-based West Rock Coffee. Join West Rock Coffee and their 1.5 million coffee farmers around the globe as they fuel Arkansas with great-tasting coffee, tea, and water delivered directly to your business. Contact them at westrockcoffee.com or 833-886-JAVA today. All right, what's trending in the world of sports? This is something that's kind of fascinating, and we'll have Danny West to FoxSports.com joining us Thursday. Uh, I'm sure this will be brought up. But Arkansas is still going after some players in the transfer portal, for Razorback football, that is. And there's one that has been contacted officially that uh, is pretty fascinating. And, of course, I know I'm going to pronounce it wrong because I pronounced it wrong yesterday. Is it Montana Limonis? Is that how you say it? Limonis? Limonius. Limonius. Limonius Craig. I'll get it right if he becomes a Razorback. But either way, he has uh, officially gotten scholarship offers from Arkansas, Auburn, Washington State, Penn State, Arizona, Cincinnati, California, BYU, West Virginia, UCF, Mississippi State, Oregon State, and others. So basically a lot of different places. But he's a fourth-year junior uh, junior wide receiver from Colorado who we know had an incredible game there in the spring game where he had three catches, 154 yards, and two touchdowns. Uh, there's a mass exodus coming out of Colorado. And Boy, that would be a nice little addition if Arkansas was able to get him. He's got a lot of different offers, too, but still, it would be fascinating that at least Arkansas is in the mix to where they, hey, they're interested, they'd like to have him, and maybe he wants to play in the SEC. So, I don't know. That'd be Shador cool. Shador Sanders had some choice words about his exit because he thought this was going to be a receiver to depend on through the season. So, basically, he said that he was, uh, he was working for himself and playing for himself. It wasn't about the team. He was trying to showcase himself. Because he had plans all along to get into the portal. Mm, no, like uh, I said, somebody else say uh, that they're like, "Hey, if you come in and uh, your first message to the entire team essentially is like, hey, you know, a lot of you are going to be hitting the portal because I'm bringing Louie.' Some people may uh, say, "All right, well, instead of, uh, I guess we are hitting the portal, but maybe not for the reasons you thought." So I don't know. It's there's still a lot of portal stuff going on, and, and people are going to be uh, adding some players, and Colorado will be one of them too. But Here, uh, here's yeah. uh, why seeing that list of teams that have contacted him, it, something that stands out about it is 
none of the teams that are close in the area where he's from because of the window now. If you transfer in this window, you can't transfer within the conference. Mm -hmm. So usually this guy, he probably would have been contacted by UCLA, USC, and teams in that area, but since he's in the Pac-12, he can't transfer within the conference. Luckily, my team is not in the Pac-12. It's in the SEC. So, yeah, that's that's something that where uh, wherever he ends up going, uh, they're going to be getting a pretty talented and phenomenal wide receiver. But uh, schools from not only the SEC, but the ACC, the Big 12, a lot of them being mentioned there, too. Uh, also, now, this was a weird thing, which we may uh, dive into later in the show. But Will Levis, as we know, the Kentucky quarterback who... Uh, a lot of people have been pretty high on when it comes to the NFL draft. Some, uh, not so much, but he's very intriguing. And there's a bunch of different sports books across the nation that had overnight, literally like overnight, had the odds of Will Levis to go number one overall in the draft from plus 4,000 yesterday to plus 400 today. Already the favorite to be the number two overall pick to the Texans. Of course, that's what we were saying about Levis, but apparently he's in the crosshairs for the Carolina Panthers. At least that's what people are saying. I don't know if, if that's the case, but, you know, sports betting, and I you know with uh, Bet Saracen, they're always on top of it. But if there's a lot of people out there that are dropping their, making the odds uh, a lot higher for him to get drafted number one overall, there's usually a reason to it. So Think that might about be something to look. What that means for C.J. Stroud as we're a couple of days away from the draft, he was thought that he could be the number one overall pick, and then it kind of shifted to Bryce Young a bit. And now that Will Levis is in the mix, it seems like C.J. Stroud just keeps dropping back. Mm, no, I, 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 again, I don't. I'm not trying to say I'm smart enough to understand, uh, you know, what, where this all comes from and how they're trying to do it. But apparently, this is what, according to the article on ESPN, says the movement apparently traces to a Reddit post that claims Levis is telling friends and family that the Panthers have told him he'll be the top pick. And so the line movement could be a reaction to that news, which would have been having people put heavy action on Levis. So who really knows? But that would be, I wouldn't say it would be an ultimate shock since we're talking about it, but it would certainly be like, hey, you go through literally months of talking about NFL drafts and who's in it and who's going to be number one overall in the combine and everything. And Will Levis really wasn't even a conversation starter for being the number one overall pick. So if he does go number one overall, that would be uh, pretty surprising and a big great payout for those who got the plus four thousand just a just a couple of days ago would have made a huge difference there too. So. Bryce Young currently still standing at minus sixteen hundred according to Bet Saracen. Well, I'm, for the number one overall pick. I'd still put my money on that. I, I just again I'm not trying to sit here and say I know a lot more than anybody because I don't. But good grief, uh, I just don't see any way that Levis goes number one overall. So either way, we'll probably talk more about it. We have a lot more headlines to get into. Uh, but we are up against it. We'll take a top-of-the-hour update. When we come back, we'll do some NBA playoff talk. Well, some college basketball talk. Is Bobby Regan, the guy who knows all basketball from Barstool Sports, he's going to join us on the other side of the break. And we'll keep it moving with a Trigger Tuesday here on Out of Bounds. So stay with us. on the sidelines? Then it's time you suit up and get in the game. Download Arkansas's favorite sports wagering app, Bet Saracen, today. Hi, I'm Rick Pennington of Lions Drug. We have great news. Generic Cialis is now available at a huge savings. We have Tadalafil, the FDA-approved generic of Cialis, in a 20-milligram 